Thanks for tuning in to What is the Point? This podcast is tailored for those navigating their 20s and 30s who want to end up somewhere on purpose. We promise to keep the conversation real and honest as we ask ourselves this question. What's the point in all the different facets of our life? It's our desire that you would gain practical handles to these deeper questions we ask ourselves every single day. So with that being said, let's hop into this week's episode of What is the Point? Well, hey, fellas, it's officially 2020, and here we are still with the most unasked for podcast of all time. We've carried it over to the new year. Absolutely. And I know we'll hit on how holidays were briefly, but really, this is the time when everyone's setting New Year's resolutions. So you've got to tell me, um, Bryce, did you set New Year's resolutions this year? Oh, man. Honestly, I, I didn't. Like, that was my resolution to not set a New Year's resolution. I love that. We're going to need to talk about that because yes. you are the same guy who, like, color codes his calendar. Absolutely. So, interested to hear why there's no resolutions this year jonathan how about you that is a tough question i'm in between i'm like uh i'm not for new year's resolutions or against them i think there's like important data from the year past that you can gain but i'm not uh i don't know i guess i don't have like a, a set list right now just some observations more so okay well Our whole podcast is called What's the Point? And so today we're going to talk about what's the point of New Year's resolutions. Do we set them? Do we not set them? What does that look like practically? And uh, it looks like we have some split decisions around the table here. I love it. Jody. you're going to have to finish this off. Yeah, what was yours? Oh, okay. So I've done both, but I did set some resolutions this year. Here we go. Because, I mean, it's 2020. It's It's a big year. year I become a mom. I've got to get some stuff done before that baby gets here. Absolutely. And then I have to survive once the baby. Whew. So what's your biggest resolution? My biggest resolution is to control my calendar better. So I have some things not quite to Bryce's level of color coding, but <laughs> giving myself permission to say no a lot more. Where one of my goals is to say no once a week at least. Okay. 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 So here's the deal. Um, so with New Year's resolutions, it kind of seems like we're all around the same spot of habits Mm-hmm. We want some better habits in our life. Um, how did you come to that conclusion of, okay, I think I need to manage my time a little bit better. And then how did you set this resolution? What did that look like? So I think for me, just really practically, Chuck and I sit down every Sunday and do our budget meeting. It's the most exciting time of our married life. So glad I'm and, not at that meeting. Right? It's so fun. Here's hey, when you're bills. single, it just goes a lot quicker. It goes a lot quicker, <laughs> honestly. It's quick. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, okay, we're done. There's money left in the account. Let's what do we want to do? Yeah. <laughs> so we sit down every Sunday and we hit our budget meeting. And now we have been introducing for the last couple months a calendar meeting. Because we both have so much going on that oftentimes we'd miss like where the other person was. Or it was, do I see you before 10 p.m. ever this week type of idea. So we started controlling that in that conversation. And through that, I realized there was a ton of stuff on my calendar that I wasn't excited about. So when I'm sitting there with Chuck and I'm like, well, here's all the 15 things I've said yes to for the next two weeks. Mm. And I'm like, and none of them I want to do. Like this podcast. Yeah, right. So this is uh, one of the last with Jody. (laughs) (laughs) This is when I tell you I'm quitting. She's retiring. On air. On air. Next time we record, you can bring me a treat. There we go. No, no, no. But I realized that 
really for me, the tension was every time I was saying yes to those things in the moment, I was like, oh yeah, this sounds like fun. This sounds good. But when I was having to put them on the calendar and realizing what that was taking me away from, whether it was Chuck, whether it was the ability to like, I don't know, we have no nursery for our kid, which is fine, but I also don't have anywhere to put his stuff. So like when people bring us presents, I'm like, where do I, where's this go? Yeah. Um, And our office is full of stuff that needs to be shipped to Amazon. And our guest room is a guest room. And so I'm like, "Ah." those things started to stress me out when I would actually see them on the big calendar of, okay, well, I can't go home for my nephew's um, birthday party because we have this. And realizing what my yeses were creating. And so I thought, you know what? I need to protect that a little bit better in the new year because it will only get harder once there's a kid in the mix. Oh, absolutely. And do you feel like, do you ever like schedule out? Because uh, it, it seems like you guys are very calendar oriented. And I I am calendar oriented myself. All this Chuck is important. Okay. So that's what I was wondering. Like, do you guys even like schedule out dates and stuff? I know Bryce does. I've heard that from a couple of ladies. <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, no joke. I'm pretty sure Bryce also schedules no his morning poop. So like... <laughs> no, that's too far. I think I've taken some of my cues from you, Jody, because I, I think you're the one that told me that you'd block off an entire day to rest. And I'm like, that's smart. I got to do that. Yeah. So Chuck does not love the calendar as much as I do. But I love the calendar because it makes me feel like I know what to look forward to. And I needed things built into like, okay, just make it to Friday because on Friday you get to go on date night. So we do schedule our date nights because we found that even leaving them open. So we leave our date nights are almost always on Fridays unless something weird is happening. And then we'll shift it to a Thursday or Saturday. But Friday night's date night. If I don't write it in my calendar, though. Then the next thing I know, Friday is also when all your friends want to hang out. And they're yeah. like, hey, do you want to go on a double date with us? And I'm like, eh, do I? Do I not? So we have we've learned some rhythms of if there are four date nights in a month, we can double for one of those. But if we double for four of those, then we're not actually getting quality time with each other. So I do love the calendar. Not as much as Bryce. <laughs> but I love it. So what, what is the habit there that you're working on? Is it putting something in the calendar? Is it referring to the calendar once someone asks you for something? Like what's the habit there that you are? So going back, I know a couple different times on the podcast, we've talked about personalities or wirings. So my personality is that I always want to help other people and I want to be available to other people. So what I've learned over the years is that the best way I can serve others is to make sure I'm okay. And that sounds super selfish, and it was really hard for me to learn. But I, the habit I'm creating in 2020 is to create space and margin. So when I have space and margin, I can take care of myself. When I have space and margin, I can spend time with Chuck. When I have space and margin, I don't feel pressured of the I should say yes to all these things on my calendar. So then I'm when I'm committing to something, I'm feeling really good about it. So I will be good about it for a while. And then I kind of get out of practice. So the reason 2020, my goal is to say no every single week to something is to just get my brain back in that habit of, I have to take care of myself and my time. Yeah. And so people who are listening here, you've got a couple different age ranges and a couple different stages of life. Mm -hmm. So if you're young at all, you're unmarried, uh, you just work, uh, you maybe go to school. A calendar may not be a huge deal 
to you. Um, obviously, if you're married, you've got kids, this is probably right. m- more of a thing in your life. And so here's what I would say. No matter where you land on that spectrum, the calendar is great because it shows you like what's sacred and what's not sacred. So like the Friday nights, mm-hmm. anything could fill your Friday night unless you know, no, Friday night's date night. Okay, so now when somebody asks to hang out on Friday night, you're like, well, maybe Saturday night, maybe Thursday night because you protect that Friday night. Right. So, I mean, that's the benefit of doing that. So that, I mean, that's the only reason that's made the calendar work for me because I, I'm not a calendar person. Right. I don't want to be controlled by that. When I look at the calendar, I kind of get overwhelmed and I'm like, that's daunting. Like I know this whole week I'm jam packed. Uh, like I can't wait till next Friday. Like I hate feeling that way. I hate feeling like I just got to get past this day. I just got to get past this event and then I'll feel better. I just like can't live my life like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that there's different people, different stages. Um, I am interested, Bryce, uh, we kind of hit New Year's resolution. So big one, calendar for Jody. you and know, here's managing what I'd say. That. When I was single was probably the worst time in my life for creating oh, space for myself because yeah. I didn't use a calendar. I'm yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. I got time. Who needs time alone? Like who right. needs to clean Nothing my house? Nothing is sacred. Like, no one's yeah. cleaning your house. Yeah. You're not cleaning your house. I'm going to go hang out with my friends every single time yeah. they Routines, ask. you don't need those. Yes. But then on this side of it, I realize that was really fun and that is one of the benefits of that season of life of not having to, I don't have to ask, not that I have to ask Chuck's permission to do something, but I don't have to consider what is on someone else's plate when I say yes to that. I do wish I would have been better about it in my early mid twenties when I was on my own, not in a necessarily calendar way, but in an understanding it was okay for my time that night to just be spent with myself. I was so uncomfortable being alone sometimes that I created habits that were then really hard to break as an Mm -hmm. adult. Yep, that makes sense. But, Especially when you don't get married right out of college. Oh, yeah. You develop your own lifestyle. You've got your own. Because, I mean, that was for me. I was selfish I, in a lot of ways. And I'd work 80 hours a week yeah, because, well, absolutely. what else am I going to do? Oh, yeah. I not, liked it. I enjoyed it. I loved yeah. what I was doing. I loved my job. I loved the people. But not only that, I'd go spend 80 hours at work and then I'd make all my friends come too. Yeah. So all my yeah. friends were like working 40 hours a week <laughs> or going to school and then they would come and every spare moment we had was spent at my job. And I'm like, isn't this fun, you guys? And it totally was for a season. But looking back, I'm like, no wonder it was hard for me then to get married and start considering other people and what was happening. But yeah, yeah. that makes sense. So big calendar stuff for Jody. Oh, now I'm ready to dig into Bryce. Okay, well, I mean, what what are you thinking? Um, What's some some changes or um, habits you'd want to... want to change for this next season yeah well I think first like I don't think we have to wait till one time a year to start a resolution and I think that's my big thing going into 2020 is like in the past I've always come to the end of the year like in a hurry thinking okay what big thing am I going to do next year and then what I'll do is I'll, I'll list out all the things I want to do and, and then I'll pick you know five of them that are most important to me and I'll write them out on paper and say hey I'm going to do these things and then you know I'll tell myself that for about two three weeks and then and uh, that paper will get lost and I will soon forget. And then I look at it, you know, at the end of the next year and I'm like, wow, I didn't do anything. I didn't do either uh, or any of those five things that I had uh, wished to do. And I think that comes down to me focusing on the, res- uh, the result 
of what I want and not actually focusing on what it takes to get there. And I think if we can focus more on what it takes to get there, the process, the habits, then the results will come naturally. And so that's why for me, like I don't want it to be a New Year's resolution. I want it to be an everyday resolution. I want it to be an everyday habit that I can do that will take me closer to being the person I want to be. And so if I can focus on those habits and I, I can focus on those small things that will help me, maybe it's I you know, want to write a book or maybe it's I want to read 10 books. Well, what can I do today that's going to help me do that? Well, maybe my resolution, my daily resolution, my daily habit should read, uh, be reading 10 pages before I go to bed. That's something I can do. That's something practical. That's something that will lead me to my goal. But if I just sit here and, and look in the distance and I don't think about what things do I need to do today to get there, it'll never happen. Okay. So get practical. What is it? And what do you need to do? Uh, what is my 2020 habits or what are my 2020 resolutions? Yeah. Whatever or, you're calling them. Cause you're not yeah. calling them resolutions, but yeah. your revolutions. Habits, your, well, let's just say I, daily I love determinations. It. Yeah. Whatever you want to call them. Bryce. Well, what I'm going to call they? them habits. So <laughs> I, I recently, uh, I've told like every person I've come in contact with, I did this challenge called the 75 hard challenge. And so there's these five habits that I wanted to instill uh, in uh, my routine over the next 75 days. And they were really where, simple. Where did you come up with 75 days? Uh, I, I heard another podcast and oh he said, Lord. if you can do this for 75 <laughs> days, it'll be lifelong. So it's creating, you know, yeah. after 75 days, you create the habit because the average habit takes 62 days. So add, you know, an extra 10 for good luck, uh, good measure, <laughs> right? Yeah. So uh, these five things were very simple things, but they were almost like core habits. And so that like, if I did these things, they would be start bleeding into other areas of my life and help other things that I wanted to be true about me. And so they, they were very simple, drink a, a gallon of water a day and so that's one that i've recently started uh read 10 pages i you just started that one where's your water bottle there's it's, no i've never seen you with a water bottle i i just used the restroom like twice <laughs> in the last 30 minutes I, like right before i came in here recording. i can I'm verify okay he has, been he has i have he has left it in my office and came back the next day to, to get, it. And get it and it's around an it is it is not jug. a 20 ounce water bottle jody it is a 62 yeah. ounce water bottle so you're classy. also lifting weights while trying to practically water. yes okay so I that helps it. okay hey, that's one that's one uh read 10 pages of a non-fiction book so a self-help book non-fiction book the Bible, um, you know, all of that kind of counts there, how to throw that in, you know? And so, uh, I do that. Then I have to work out 45 minutes indoor. And so that's for my physical health. And then I have to do an outdoor, uh, activity for 45 minutes. That's more for like the mental discipline of like, Is that every it's, day? it's supposed to be, yeah. that's a lot of time. It is. So it's an hour and a half total of physical activity. And it's less of like, I need to work out for an hour and a half, but like the mental discipline of if, if it's raining, mm -hmm. I still got to go outside. If it's snowing, I still got to go outside and figure out, you know, is it a walk? Is it push ups? What is it? And Shoveling then your neighbor's driveway. That would be a good one this time Shoveling of year. My driveway. Hey, just call me one eight hundred parking lot. <laughs> oh gosh, we've that got some ideas. Army. Okay, and then the last one is just stick to a a, a a diet. So mine is just I eat from this time to this time uh, for. Uh, in the afternoon to about nine o'clock at night is kind of my eating window. So intermittent fasting, but those five things are, um, I believe going to help me become the person that I want to do to want to be. And naturally by like doing these five core things, like for working out, for example, that gives me more energy throughout the day. Uh, it makes me more positive, more focused after I work out. So these like core um, habits that I'm, I'm trying to develop can bleed into other areas of my life. So the goal is to be more disciplined. Uh, 
to be more disciplined in the habits that can most help me become the person I want to be. Okay, cool. So how, how do you feel like it's going? It's, uh, it's an everyday resolution. I have to wake up every single day and remind myself, hey, why am I doing this? What do I have to do today? How am I tracking this? How can I make this easy? How can I make the habits that I want to build on very easy to do? How can I make the habits I want to not do, the unhealthy habits, how can I make those hard to do? And so it's a daily constant, like I have to like try to um, grow in these habits because it's you can't do it for five days and think, okay, now it's just gonna be easy. And yes, after 65, 70 days, habits become more easy. I wake up in the morning now, like wanting to drink water. I'm like, where's my water? If I haven't had, you know, a full glass by nine o'clock, I start to feel that in the morning. Wow. So, yeah. So I know you started this before the new year. Um, I, have you gotten to 75 days? Is, have you gotten close or I know you restart if you, if you miss a day. So the, the challenge is, yeah, that, it, that if you miss a day, uh, you have to have consecutive days. So you have to start back at zero. And so you really don't technically complete the challenge until you do 75 consecutive days in a row. And so I have not done, I'm going to be honest, I've not done 75 consecutive days in a row. I have done 75 days. And so I'm still striving to get the 75 consecutive days. But for me, it's more about, um, like, if I have a bad day, it's okay. I'm not going to beat myself up because of that, but I am going to pick myself back up and I'm going to start again tomorrow. If you think of any great athlete who's done anything extraordinary or has like, um, ha has these characteristics and skills and traits that make them amazing. Well, they work for them. They, they work out. They do these things to, uh, improve in those areas that they're good at. But if they mess up, you know, okay, that happens. They had a bad day. They hurt themselves, but they always get back up and they start again. They don't let one bad day like derail them. So that's what I try to do. I don't try to let a bad day derail me. Jody, give it to me. How does that you feel? you can see my face right we, now. I mean, we both feel the same way. So I'm super proud of you because I think that's yeah. huge. And I haven't completed it, so I can't really, you know. But well, you want it, so that's awesome. Yeah, you like, want it, and it's a big goal. Yeah to achieve but then what so when you hit day 75 consecutively then what happens you keep going that's great so for me i'll probably back off of the intensity of some of the things that i'm doing so for example i might not do the outdoor activity i might drink a half a gallon of water instead of a full gallon but the goal is to have these lifelong disciplines these life lifelong habits um, of reading, of working out, of staying healthy, of being conscious of what I eat so that I can grow. Yeah, I think it. it's a great example of how different personalities need to set goals too. Like Bryce needs it to be extreme for it to set. And there's nothing wrong with that. For me, something that extreme would really be a challenge for the way I'm wired because it would... Um, if I got injured and was not able to do part of it, if I get the flu, if I like if, when things like that happen, it would that fighting that feeling of failure is a lot harder for the way I process than for Bryce. So and that's something that we're really different on. So I think that's a good thing too to keep in mind of some people need it to be super extreme elimination diet right off the beginning of the year. And then once that's done, they can go into it. Other people, that mentality creates negative habits of now I'm obsessive, now I'm hyper-focused, now I'm only successful in life if these things are happening. So I think you've got to really know yourself to know how do you set a goal. Because 
just from hearing it, you know, I can't set Bryce's goals for him or his mm-hmm. habits for him. And he couldn't set mine for me because what we need is totally different. Yeah. Neither one's wrong or right. Absolutely. But you have to know. And I think that's important when you fail at a resolution, if you fail at a goal, which most of us do. And I mean, all the science <laughs> proves that of re- New Year's resolutions are typically broken within the first 30 days. And so when that doesn't work, of being able to examine, okay, why didn't that work? Was it that I didn't actually create a smart goal? It wasn't specific. It wasn't measurable. It wasn't all the things I need it to be. Or was it because I picked a goal for the wrong reason and there's no why attached to it? So sometimes looking at why we fail will help us set the next habit or goal even better. I love that. And I've heard that you don't rise to the level of your goals, but you fall to the level of your systems. And I think that's what you're saying is like, just because you didn't accomplish something or, or you can't get a habit in place, that doesn't mean you're a failure. That doesn't mean you can't do that. It might just be that the systems surrounding the habit or goal are just not helping <laughs> what you're trying to do. And so I think a, a simple thing that people can do wherever you're at, I mean, you do have to look internally, like you said, Jody, of like, what are the habits that are going to help me? What What is going to align with where I'm trying to go? But I think everyone can start small. Totally. I think everyone can break these big things. And I think for me, that's what this challenge has been. I want to be a better reader. I want to read 12 books in the next year. But but just by saying that, I'm not going to do it. So what, you know, 10 pages I can do a day. Right. And that's really simple and easy for me. Yeah. yeah. And I think just recognizing we all have habits already that are set in place. So looking at what are the habits that I do every single day? Why do those work for me? Like, why do I brush my teeth twice a day? It's because, oh, it's part of my morning and my evening routine. So oh. if I'm trying to introduce a new habit. John, those are two. You're supposed to, start doing you're that. supposed to do that at least <laughs> oh, okay. once a day, if not twice. Oh, okay. So Here for me, go. knowing that's a habit, I, I mean, like, I can count on probably one hand the times I've shown up to work without brushing my teeth. So I know that works. So if there's something I'm trying to add habit wise, then my morning routine is a great place to look at introducing it because I can see that that's already working in my life. Mm-hmm. I remember to brush my teeth every day. Well, you make it easy. Your toothbrush is probably sitting out somewhere on the counter where it's right there to grab it when you're ready to brush your teeth. If, if you had to buy a new toothbrush every time you had to brush your teeth, you need to go to the store, that habit becomes a lot harder to do, and you probably wouldn't do it. So, John, put the toothbrush out by the counter. Come on. Yeah, well, I mean, with everything buy you're saying, a toothbrush. I, and I like, I, like, I like the language you're using, Bryce, where you're like, it, it has to be a lifestyle, and this doesn't have to you know, be an event. Um, cause when I hear the words diet, I'm like, okay, cool. So for how long? And then when are you done? Mm-hmm. And then I hear 75 hard and I, okay, you just have to make 75 days and then you're done. So you're doing it to say you did it. Like, so, so that's where I'm glad that you're, you know, the, the words like life I, I, to me, that's not a life I want. So I'm like, oh gosh, Fair, absolutely. I don't want to do those things every I'll day. I'll be honest. I'm not I signing want... up for 45 minutes outside no. in the dead. No, of absolutely not. <laughs> So I understand because, sure. and that's what I love about you have the time, you have the energy, you have an opportunity to push yourself in this season. And you're like, I want to take advantage of it in Absolutely. a different season. You probably wouldn't do this. Um, so that, or it I mean, would just be adjusted to my season. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And so I love the idea of the lifestyle thing. And, you know, even for me, I, you know, I don't have any bad habits. I'm, I'm just good at all of them. So uh, welcome his, to my life. Resolutions <laughs> right this year. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm going to slip a little piece of paper. Try these out. 
yeah, very non-subtle uh, way. <laughs> yes, no, she'll she'll bluntly tell me uh, what I need to change. Absolutely, uh, she'd say biting my fingernails and uh, oh, I you know, just did that. I just said that. <laughs> I literally was biting my fingernails. <laughs> but I'm never going to stop doing those things. Um, but yeah, I and I like what I like both what both you guys have because I'm like both those are super helpful and uh, lofty. I know for me, just I'm not I'm not that lofty and. I've definitely, again, we've talked about this in past podcasts, grown up very legalistic, mm-hmm. grown up where if, if you don't meet a goal, if you don't meet an expectation, even if you set it for yourself, you feel like crap. And um, then I'm just, I'm doing the task to get the task done rather than gaining the either wisdom or discipline or whatever from it. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't have any disciplines because I understand that you have to have those disciplines to then one day desire the things that you're doing. So uh, I'm like, those are important, but I definitely look more so at um, like the past year and I'm like, okay, what's the data from the past year? What are some things that I tried or did differently or somebody gave me some advice to do, tried it and I liked it. And I was like, wow, that's a different result than I thought I was going to get. And how can I now maybe just do that more or listen to that more. And so even like last year, it was somebody had told me that I I like to talk in the gap and I don't uh, leave any room for silence. So I'm a filler. Do we need to practice this, John? We know those. Yeah. Can can we do five seconds of of silence? No, I'm not going to do that. that. (laughs) Not going to do that. Um, So I'm, yeah, definitely a gap filler. And when I'm talking to somebody, I hate the awkward silence or I'll just walk away. Um, but he really challenged me. He's like, man, I think the best conversations come when you don't fill that gap with something surface level and you just let it sit and Mm -hmm. you'll be surprised at what comes out. And so even for this year, it's just been, okay, when I'm in the car, when I got an opportunity, it's not, Hey, three times a week, you need to make sure that you don't fill an awkward silence with. So it's, it's just, it's just recognizing a situation saying, okay, let's try it again. And let's see if I get a, a result I like again. And it, that seemed to be the case. So that's what I love. So it, it's doing more of those things of, okay, let's have a wake up moment. I like the result of what just happened. Okay, how can I make this a routine? How can I make this a habit in my life? And so even for you guys, my next question is, so uh, you, you don't necessarily have to start these at the new year, but let's get practical. Like, how have you either changed habits in your life or how have you like started new habits? And I know, is, is it natural to do it this time of year? Is it natural to do it another time? Is it natural to do it in a transition? Like when you have a baby or when you get married or when you graduate from college, like when is it natural to do these things or do you just have to start? What does it look like? I mean, I think transitions always lend itself to really easy mental opportunities when you're thinking about okay, everything's changing. What do I want to change? The new year does that because culturally we're all talking about it. Mondays do that because every gym in town will post never miss a Monday. But at the same time, sometimes your best ideas are going to come midweek. And when you wait till the next, when you're like, okay, I'll wait till Monday and then start. All you're doing is, I mean, like you could say that delayed obedience is disobedience. So you're just pushing back something you already know that your mind or your body needs to be healthy. So I don't think you need a Monday or a new year. Um, In fact, when you talk about looking at the data and setting those next year goals or resolutions, habits off of that, 
I think for me, I have started to learn that in the last probably two years of in 2019, I got to go on sabbatical. I took four weeks off work and it was the scariest four weeks of my life. But at the same time, I found myself naturally hitting goals and resolutions, mindsets, habits that I had always wanted that when I gave myself the space of 30 days with my life looking different, some of those habits came more naturally because I then, it took a lot of pressure off of me. So it wasn't like, hey, in this 30 days, I have to commit to everything I've ever wanted to commit to. But having the space to think and to choose how I fill my days allowed those habits to come to the surface. The other thing I realized is when I came back from sabbatical, I was the healthiest leader I had ever been. So I had to identify what about sabbatical made me come back healthier because Mm. you can't just take four weeks off every time you start to get stressed. But I started looking at what were the moments in each day that made me have the most mental clarity. What were the things that made my tank feel full so that when I was faced with opposition or a challenge, I had the patience and the love and the grace to address it. So how do I work those things into my life more naturally and then knowing that having protected time with Chuck and protected time away from the stresses of every day are what then make me want to say no more in 2020 because I know that that gave me the opportunity to build some of those habits. That's good. And I mean, I feel like we talk about this almost every podcast. Mm -hmm. It's giving yourself margin Mm -hmm. and it's being alone with yourself. And which isn't, no one, like, that's not fun to say, like, okay, cool, Tuesday night, I just sit with my own thoughts. Yeah. Not on TV, not right. on Netflix. Yeah. But then knowing, like, okay, every Monday morning, I, I do, um, you know, like, 30 minutes of yoga. And do I do it because I think that starts my day off on the right foot? Yeah, sometimes that's why I do it. Sometimes it's because I'm like, eh, you're kind of awful to work with if you don't take a few minutes to breathe before the week starts no, and to reset not you. And no. Oh me. oh me. No. Yeah. So I don't think you need a Monday or a January one. Yeah. Or a transition. But those are great natural times to think about it. What I love about I love hearing how like when you were in the chaos of things or or you know, you were finding that you were becoming unhealthy as a leader, luckily you had the time to take off and you did take the time off. I, I do think that's super important for people who are like thinking, okay, well, I want to add more habits or I want to improve my habits or I want to become healthier. But right now I'm just overwhelmed. I'm stressed. I don't want to add another thing. I don't want to think of another thing. I don't want to do another thing. Um, but like taking that time to just pull back and get some perspective on where you were and where you want to be, I think is really, really helpful. And I think also like in making that time for yourself, you talk about how it's not fun. The idea of that, well, I would say like, how can you make that fun? Like if you go home and lock yourself in a room and turn off the lights and you're sitting on your bed and that's not something that you naturally enjoy, maybe like going to a coffee shop and, you know, ordering your favorite latte and doing some things to making that time fun where you're like, (laughs) Hey, this is like a commercial (laughs) moment. Your favorite latte, latte. Starbucks. But I, I would say make, make it as fun as possible if you're going to try to, to do that anyway. And I'd say that's the same thing with habits is as you're trying to build those, make those fun, make those easy. I agree. There's never, I don't think there's ever a like right time or a perfect time to start. It's like with anything, when when should I have a kid? When should I start this business? When should I move jobs? When should I do X, Y, and Z? Yesterday. Mm -hmm. 
yesterday is probably right now is probably the best time to start that but know that you can't do everything either so just because you want to and you write down 15 habits that you want to start on uh, doesn't mean you can start on all of those today what I would do is I would pick the one habit that's going to help you become the person that you want to be most and I would do that and I would do that for 75 days I would do that for 60 days I would make it simple I would make it easy I would make it doable and then after you complete or that habit becomes natural to you, then you can move on to the next one. That's what I would tell people. Yeah, and I really think that's that's the big takeaway for today. I mean, you can look at your life and you're like, man, I really hope by the end of 2020 my life is like this. It's so much different. It it looks It's a 180 from where I'm at right now or whatever whatever you need it to be, but the big thing is just understanding, man, I just need to take one step today. What's Absolutely. the one step I need to do? So um, maybe it's not even breaking a full habit or changing a full habit. It's literally just, I know this will get me in the right direction. So um, yeah, it's reading 10 pages of that book. It's doing 10 minutes of yoga. Um, yeah. It's whatever that is for you, um, just taking that next step. And it's the same thing with your faith journey. Mm-hmm. So we talk about this all the time at North Point. Um, what's that next step? What's that next step? Because again, we can compare, which is usually a lot where a lot of these resolutions mm-hmm. come from, mm-hmm. where we say, man, I need to be a Christian like them. Man, I need to be fit like them. Man, I need to eat like them. I need to have the knowledge like they have. And it's just one step at a time. It's, you know, like Bryce says, what do I need to do today? You don't have to set a time frame. I got to do it 75 days. I got to do it 60 days. It's just, man, how can I make a lifestyle out of this? How can I do this daily? How can I remind myself to do this? Um, yeah. Same thing spiritually, same thing physically, emotionally, socially, all of these aspects. And yeah, again, don't try to do it all at once. Uh, I've heard Jody say that, you know, that it's, you, you just can't. So um, one at a time, one day at a time, one step at a time. You got this. You guys oh, yeah. got it. Come on. Absolutely. Well, hey, I think that's all the time we got for today. Um, do we need to leave them with anything, Jody, Bryce? I don't think so. I'm, I'm excited. Where Can they share what their one thing is that they're going to shoot for? I would love that. So all you got to do, uh, email us at whatisthepoint at northpointchurch.tv. What is the point at northpointchurch.tv? Send them in. Come and on. We, yes, we'd love to respond. We'd love to hear from you. Um, uh, we'd love to uh, call you out on this next episode. Que- <laughs> questions or if they any insight that they may yeah. want from Jody oh, Dow. No. Absolutely. You know. Do you want Bryce to sing you a Christmas song? Bryce, Whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Schedule's wide open. Outdoor you know. activity. <laughs> I love it. Running buddy. Well, hey, we love you guys. Uh, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week.